And now, Greenlight Reviews, hosted by Ann Elder and Les Roberts. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Greenlight Reviews. My name is Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. Today, Ann, we're going to review a film starring Daniel Craig, mm-hmm. Rachel Weisz, and Naomi Watts. Yeah. It's called Dream House, mm-hmm. and it was directed by Jim Sheridan. A favorite of mine. I loved his work on My Left Foot and The Exquisite in America. Absolutely, absolutely. This is a supernatural kind of film in which we find a man named Will A. Tenton, played by Daniel Craig. He is leaving his job at an ad agency, mm-hmm. and he and his wife, Libby, played by Rachel Weiss, and their two little girls, played by Taylor Gear and Claire Gear, they move into mm-hmm. an old Victorian house. A fixer-upper, I think they call it. Definitely, in the suburbs. Connecticut. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they are looked at very strangely by their neighbors and by everybody else in the town. And we don't know why, and they don't know why either. That's right. And they finally find out that five years before, the previous owner of the house, a character named Peter Ward had murdered his wife and two children. And as a result, by the way, of that brutal murder that took place, the accused killer, Peter, was sentenced to a certain period of time in a mental ward. Right. And he was then freed. He was out of that mental ward. And of course, the eight and ten family learns about that, and they are very, very scared because they think he might be coming back to create another crime, another murder in the same house. Exactly. So it's very, very spooky. I would say the first hour of it is very, very spooky. I think it is very, very well acted by Daniel Craig and Rachel Weisz and by their next door neighbor, mm-hmm. Ann Patterson, played by Naomi Watts. Exactly. And she tries to befriend this new family. Well, she's particularly friendly to the male character. Of course. She doesn't course. really interact with the wife. <laughs> yes. And we're not really sure why either. You know, your first thought is, hmm, she's an attractive girl. Maybe she has a crush on the Daniel Craig character. She seems to always only want to talk to him. Look, this is a fascinating jigsaw puzzle of a movie for the first hour. And I think the director pulled it off beautifully because I think Jim Sheridan created some wonderful scenes of domestic tranquility with this family. They are the most loving, the most outgoing, engaging with each other couple. And of course, they love their daughters to pieces. And you see them interact with these children. You see them having dinners together. You see them really relating to each other as truly a loving family. And that unit is part of the reason why this movie has such an interesting and shocking twist that occurs midway. And of course, we're not going to give that away. (laughs) We're not going to give it away, Anne. But the problem here is like when you get into a brand new car and you're very excited about it and you decide you're going to drive across the country from, let's say, New York to Los Angeles and you're just going along and the weather is nice and the scenery is beautiful and everything goes very easy and all of a sudden things in the car start breaking down Mm -hmm. and not working. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what happens to the second half of this film. It just 
turns into a disaster. Well, I thought the last 20 minutes were a disaster. I thought up to that time, the movie was very, very good. And I have to give high marks to the actors, all of them. This movie showcases Daniel Craig in a way that we don't get to see him in the Bond pictures. Right. He is a very pulled-together guy for most of the movie. He's attractive. He's quit his job with the ad agency to write the perfect novel. Yes. He's a novelist at heart. He's a romanticist at heart. And all of that really is so much a part of his characterization. I really enjoyed seeing him do that. And then I thought there was a transition that happens in the film where we see Will Atenton turn into another kind of person. And I thought that was really skillfully done. High marks to Daniel Craig for pulling that off. That's not an easy gig to do. It's not an easy chore for an actor to go from. Oh, absolutely. Total charm, believability, nice guy, 100% with it to a guy who has obviously some inner problems. And I'll just leave it at that. Well, I think you're absolutely right. You know, I've always liked Daniel Craig. I thought he was a fabulous James Bond. I love Rachel Weiss. She's very beautiful. She's a terrific Excellent actress. in this film. Oscar winner. And I thought Naomi Watts was pretty good in this film, too. You know, it's funny. It's not a failure, Dreamhouse, by any stretch. It's just a movie that unravels in a way in the last 20 minutes that you really walk away and say, what a shame. You know, the movie started out great. It had everything going for it. And then, oops, it hit a speed bump, as you said earlier. Everything starts to fall apart. Then there's a total preposterous ending that just made it all seem a bit unworthy. Absolutely. It was a shame. I felt that I had been had. I love to be surprised and fooled in films. Mm -hmm. But the way this turned out, I felt more like I had been used just by, you know, filling up a seat, I guess. I do think Daniel Craig, though, again, he really does this incredible acting turn where he's dashingly handsome and then the next minute he's haunted and menacing and maybe a little bit demonic. I just thought that that was such an interesting acting characterization and I thought that made the movie much better than it had a right to be. Well, I think you're right. There are a lot of other good actors in this film. Elias Coteus, Martin Sokas, Jane Alexander, mm -hmm. Brian Murray, and the two little girls, the Gear oh, sisters, precious. Taylor and Claire, were just adorable and very believable, too. But it turned out for me to be a sad <laughs> disappointment. Yeah, it became a crazy fantasy film with preposterous endings and all kinds of pyrotechnics and silliness at the end. And that's really a shame because the movie had some really good thriller concepts going for it earlier, and they just blew it. Yes. Okay, so I thought it was an interesting ride along the way, and it was very cool to see Daniel Craig and Rachel Weisz in this film because I knew that they fell in love on the set of this movie and they got married, so it's kind of fun to watch a love match in the process. I like that. I think it should have been a better movie. So for me, Dreamhouse, it gets a pale, pale yellow. I'm giving it a yellow also. Again, you know, I was really engrossed at the beginning 
I thought, wow, this is being done very, very well. And things are spooky and things are happening that are very, very strange. And it's not really until, you know, after you walk out that you realize why some of the things earlier Mm -hmm. happened as they happened. And I thought that was very neat. But everybody just lost control. So two yellow lights for Dreamhouse. We're going to be back to review another film very, very soon. We hope that you will join us until that time and even beyond that time. My name is Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And Greenlight Reviews hopes that we're all going to get together in a dream house of our own. It's called Being at the Movies. In a world infatuated with comic fandom comes a show to help us remember the talents that have inspired us. Whoa, 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 cut. Oh, come on. It wasn't that bad. It's a bit dramatic. Let's just tell them about the show, guys. We are the Canned Air Podcast. Join us weekly for a comedic trip through pop culture. We also welcome some cool comic creators, as well as some of the voice and screen actors that help shape your childhood. Find us on cannedairpodcast.com and on the Evergreen Podcast Network. 